Have you ever had something happen in your life that you just were not expecting, good or bad, and said out loud or to yourself, I just got laid off, or I just got engaged, maybe I just started a business, or I just bought a house, or maybe I just got my heart broken, or I just quit my soul-sucking job. Now what? Me too, friend, me too. I've had a few actually, and each time it happened, in the moment, I felt like the world around me was collapsing and I didn't know what to do. Eventually, of course, I did figure it out, often the hard way, but I figured it out. And it wasn't until I was sharing some of these stories that I realized they were packed full of great lessons of what to do next, how to move forward, and answer that gut-wrenching and sometimes paralyzing question, now what? So join me as we share some of life's most challenging stories and their transformational lessons on the I Just Blank, Now What? the podcast. Hey everyone, and welcome back to I Just Blank, Now What? the podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Stevens. I hope you guys are having an awesome, awesome day. We are here for another Now What? Wednesday. And um, I'm going to be sharing a really interesting story for everybody that happened to me not too long ago and really kind of woke me up about something that I had really not forgotten, but kind of had softened in my understanding and belief and thoughts. And so um, I'm going to be sharing a story about (laughs) a time when I was at an event that I've been to before in the past and, you know, have never had, you know, this situation happen to me before with this particular group of people. But it was something that, so A, I wasn't really expecting, you know, this to be the outcome. But um, I was at an event and as the room started filling up with people, I was looking around at all the seats and all the tables and, and everybody who was, you know, filling the room and I didn't see anyone that looked like me and literally had kind of a shocking reaction to this revelation and had a bit of a now what moment for myself because it's been a really long time since I've been in a situation where there wasn't anyone else that looked like me. You know, to be completely transparent and honest, this is, it's not that it's unfamiliar to me being you know, the only mixed race person in a, in a group of people that I've been living with my entire life. And I think anybody else who is mixed race can relate to that. We are like the 1% of the 1% and we are a bit of an, an anomaly. And so finding another mixed race person in a group of people, you know, your your odds are low, but, you know, we, <laughs> we, we carry on. But it's been a really long time since I've been in a, in, in a large group of people. I was the only person of color. And it really stood out to me at this event in a really shocking way because it has been a really long time since I've been in a situation where I didn't visually identify with anybody else in the room. So I had a little bit of a, oh my God, (laughs) moment when I kind of noticed this room filling with people who were all white. And I started to question whether I actually belonged there or not for a fraction of a second. And I kind of had to catch myself in this thought process of, Jessica, of, of course you belong here, right? Just because you don't look like anyone else in the, this room doesn't mean you're not like anyone else in this room. And I'm talking about, you know, driven and ambitious and 
purposeful and in the work you're doing and intentional and smart and all those other characteristics that have nothing to do with the color of my skin. So I started really having to kind of sit back in my chair and observe the room. And I had this like, you know, mini brain moment of, do you belong here? And, and what's going on? And why is there, why is there no one else here that looks like you? And I really had to catch myself in the moment and kind of stop the, the train from going to that place and, and pull over and start reevaluating, well, what does this mean? What does it mean that I am the only person of color in this room? And why is that? And is the color of my skin literally the only difference between me and these other people? Or is there some other fundamental difference about them and me that I need to be aware of? So that was the thought process that I started. And it was as the the day unpacked and unfolded and and day two and day three, because this was, you know, a several day event, I really leaned into the fact that was the only person of color in the room and what that meant, but also what I needed to do me personally about this and my own mindset around it. Because truthfully, like, you know, in some situations, we walk into a room and we clearly don't belong. And that's because, you know, you've accidentally walked into a room of old veterans who are playing euchre in a tournament and you walk in there and you are not old nor a veteran, nor do you know how to play euchre. Yes, of course, you're in the wrong space. You do not belong there. And that is completely okay to exit stage left and go and find the group that you're actually supposed to be part of. But sometimes we walk into rooms and because we don't visually identify with anybody else in the room, we think that we don't belong there. But in fact, we actually do. We just need to take the time to now go and learn about who is in this room and find the things, find the commonalities between you and them and embrace that and make sure that you stay because of those reasons. And also you need to stay in that space because you're the only one that doesn't look like everyone else. You know, that's a song when you're a little kid. It's like one of these things aren't like the others. In my personal opinion, that's a freaking great thing. And I have lived that my entire life where I've never been like the others. And I've used that uniqueness about me, perhaps some people might like to say that that's my superpower is that I am like no one, no one else to claim my spot, to claim my position. I don't know about you guys, but personally, I find groups and organizations who set out to be exclusive and catering to only one one group. So whether that is black women entrepreneurs blah, 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 or the Chinese Association of blah, 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 or the Muslim Women Business Group or whatever. I understand the need for groups like that at times to foster and protect and be a safe space for women in those communities to show up and be themselves and and be relatable and have everyone else in the room, you know, have a shared experience with them. I don't think that that is actually helpful because it just continues to reinforce segregation. It continues to silo us all as humans away into our little pocketed groups and doesn't 
invite cross-pollination and mixing and education and learning. And for us as humans, we all know that growth doesn't happen in your comfort zone. So if you are in a group of people in which you're really comfortable with, great. But I hope that you're also showing up to groups in which make you be really uncomfortable because that is where you're going to grow as a human. So this weekend, I was really uncomfortable, (laughs) but in a really good way because it forced me to start really evaluating some things. And the second reason why I, I don't really enjoy groups that in the name of the group or in their mandate, you know, identify who who is this group for is because I personally have actually never fit into any of those. You know, just being mixed raced, I identify with all of them and I identify with none of them all at the same time. So I feel as though I, I only really enjoy going to places in which everyone is welcome and maybe a larger portion of the group population is of one kind, but they are welcoming of all, that's the space that I actually really want to hang out and, and, and be with because they're open to learning. They're open to discovering. They're open to different perspectives. They're open to educating, right? So the group, you know, this event that I was at it turned out to be very homogenous in terms of everybody in the room was the same except for me. But I know that the intention was not for that, right? They did not intend to have it be so exclusive to one kind of, of people. And so me showing up, of course, I was welcome and I absolutely belonged there. Just how those who decided to show up and be there that weekend were majority of one kind, and I was I was this oddball out. But I'm actually grateful for it. I'm grateful for having to go through that experience because I haven't been in a situation like that in a really long time. And it really woke me up to remember that there is still so much work to be done. There's still so much that we need to do to make sure that DEI is truly lived in all spaces. And it's not just the responsibility of big corporate, you know, workplace jobs, HR, but even in our community groups, even in our social circles, that we need to practice that at those levels as well. So if you are somebody who identifies as a minority, whether that be racially, whether that be for some other reason, you know, your gender identity, whatever the case, and you find yourself in a large group of people where you are the only one or you are one of a few, I want to invite you to not run for the door because you feel so uncomfortable being there. I want to encourage you and empower you to embrace the space that you're in and stay. Because you need to stay. Because if you continue to leave and exit stage left, no one else will feel like they belong there either when they actually maybe they do. Sometimes we just need one or two or three brave souls to be the odd looking person in a group to show other people who poke their head in the door and scan the room to see, do I belong here? For them to see you, for them to quickly visually see you, somebody that they can identify with as in the room and say to themselves, if they're here, then I can be here too. Because that is truly what I feel my, my role and my mission is, 
in being a woman of color as well as an entrepreneur and and in in the space of you know personal development and growth is to continually showing up in rooms where I absolutely freaking do belong even if I don't visually identify with anybody else in the room but there's so many other things about me and the, and the room that are the same and it's just uncovering those qualities and those things that have nothing to do with what we look like, but more about who we are. And so a couple of now now what things for, for you guys, if you do find yourself in situations where you're looking around and you're like, oh my God, like where have I landed? Where am I? I, I don't feel like I belong here. Is just take a second and, and look and see what are the differences and are they really only skin deep? Or are there other things about this group of people that's telling you that you don't belong? Because I'm pretty sure you're going to figure out that you do. So this also has to apply to like gender too, right? Like, are you a woman in an industry that is dominated by men and in a C-suite level room and you're the only woman? Well, girl, yeah, you absolutely belong there. You got the skills, you got the education, you got the experience. Who you are on the outside doesn't preclude you from being in that room and sharing your knowledge. And actually you're needed there desperately to give your perspective on whatever's on the table. And that lens and that POV as a woman is really essential and sometimes critical How many times has a room full of men made decisions for women without a single woman at the table? So don't look in there and say, I don't belong. Look in there and say, I am absolutely freaking needed in this space to make sure that this goes right. And I hope that if you have found yourself in a space where you're questioning whether you belong or not, you just take a minute to step back and review why it is you feel that you don't belong And is it a surface level thing or is there some fundamental stuff as to give you good reason to say, yeah, I don't, I don't belong here. This is, these are not my people. But if you do take that pause, I hope that you kind of take the theory of fight over flight and lean into the discomfort of being the only one or the first or one of a few who are different and make your presence be known and take up space and have your voice be heard and be seen so that others know that they can also be in that space, that they can thrive in that space, that they belong, that they, they're deserving to be in that space. And you will eventually no longer be alone, but others will join you. Other people like you visually or age group wise or belief or whatever it may be will find you and lock arms with you and be in that space with you so that you're not alone. That was my takeaway from my weekend of being in a space where I was the only one. And it really kind of sucked in the moment having to kind of go through that exercise, you know, in my mind and fight back my urge to flee (laughs) versus stay and fight. But I'm glad I did. And it was a really great wake-up call, honestly, for me to remind myself that this is an ongoing thing that needs to be addressed, needs to be worked on, needs to be practiced, needs to be brought to center focus so that we don't lose sight of it. 
And so that fewer situations arise where someone who's different finds themselves in a sea of sameness and they are welcomed and embraced and celebrated for their uniqueness and not driven out and felt to be made as though they don't belong. So that is my, I just showed up to a room and no one looks like me. (laughs) Now what story? I know it was a bit of a ramble and not very coherent at times, but that was just what was kind of running through my heart and my head that I just really wanted to get out to everybody because I know that others all the time feel as though they are sticking out like a sore thumb in a group and are questioning whether or not they belong. So I just wanted to share that perspective and give you some tools to help you evaluate and decide if you do belong or not, so that you can make that decision to stay and fight and take up space and be present and and find the commonalities and the beautiful things about that group and you and what you can create. Or no, truly, yes, this this is not the place for me. This is not the space for me. These are not my people. And confidently walk away for your own mental health and protection and preserving you and just putting your energy into people that is actually going to help you progress and move forward and not an uphill battle of trying to fit in and put so much energy into showing up not as yourself but who you think you need to be to be in that space that's what I'm talking about today so don't think that any group you show up into, you need to be there and stay if you are the minority and you're the only one. No, but I want you guys to take some time and think about, do I truly belong or not? And if I do, how to stay and how to stand in your space and show up and make it a positive experience for you as well as the group. Because as much as it's challenging for the individual, it's going to be a challenge for the group as well in receiving and being exposed to things that they may not even be aware of. You know, I had a couple conversations with people about it at the end of the weekend and their reaction was, I didn't even notice that you were the only one. And that speaks a lot too, right? It's about the group too, also acknowledging and realizing, are we looking too much the same? (laughs) Are we diverse? Are we being inclusive or are we being exclusive? And once they figure out, was this an accident? Was this intentional? You know, are we okay with this? Are we not okay with this? Then doing something about it. And it's a lesson for everybody in the group side as well as the individual side to make a change and be different and decide, you know, do we want diversity and inclusion and equity to be a pillar of who we are as a group? or not. So that is it from me, my friends, this week for our Now What Wednesday. I hope that you got something from it and can take away and and think about times in your life when you may or may not have felt included or part of a group or belonged to help you decide, you know, whether, whether or not you actually do or not. And if you've experienced this, please reach out. I want to hear your story. I want to hear your perspective. You know, me as a mixed-raced woman, I come from it at a, with a very particular lens. And it's just how I feel about groups. So if you have also felt this but come at it from a different perspective, I'd love to have a conversation with you and hear what you have to share. 
So if you've gone through this, if you liked this episode, if you learned something, I would love a comment, share, like, subscribe, all those good things. And if you know somebody who's feeling isolated in their surroundings and feel like they may not or may not fit in where they are and are questioning stuff, share this episode with them. Hopefully it'll give them a little bit of some tools to help them come to their own decision as to whether they belong or not, whether they should fight or flight, stay or leave and find find a group that they do belong in and does bring them joy. So yeah, that's it for me. I hope you guys have an awesome Wednesday. We will be back again next week with another episode. We're almost done season one. It's so unreal. I can't believe we're coming up to the end here. And I'm just so grateful for everybody. So Come find me at jess.loves.life. Drop a comment. Tell me about your thoughts on this episode. If it resonated with you, if you think I'm completely off my rocker, I want to talk to you too. That's it for me. We will see you next week on another episode of I Just Blank. Now what? Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it more than I can say. Did you love this episode of I Just Blank? Now what? If you did, be sure to subscribe on your fave podcast platform. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review. I do love reading them. And if you know somebody who's experiencing this story or something similar, please share this episode with them. It just might help them figure out the answers to their own now what questions. Have you recently had a now what moment and aren't sure what to do? Reach out to me at jessicastevens.ca and submit your story and I'll help you figure out what to do how to move forward and help you answer, now what? See you on the next episode.